and welcome to the Tiny Wellness Podcast, where we help you feel confident about feeding your baby and navigating the world of parenthood. I am your host, Nicole McCarthy, a certified breastfeeding specialist, certified lactation counselor, and IBCLC candidate. If this is your first time here, welcome. And if you've listened before, I'm so excited to have you back. If you haven't already, be sure to join our email list to receive new episodes right to your inbox, plus exclusive content and updates. I'll link that in the show notes below. For now, sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. Hey, hey, welcome to episode six of the Tiny Wellness Podcast. This is your host, Nicole McCarthy, CLC, CBS. And today's episode is titled, Do I Really Need to Get My Baby's Tongue Tie Released? I want to talk a little bit about... Um, maybe why you should wait or maybe why a tongue tie release is not necessary. I think oftentimes parents hear that, oh yeah, your baby has a tongue tie and immediately they panic and are trying to find the nearest dentist or provider to go get that tongue tie released. But I kind of want to talk a little bit about why that may not be the best choice. Before we dive in, I just wanted to give you a little bit of a personal update here. Um, As of yesterday, I am now 36 weeks along and I'll tell you, I have been having like first trimester nausea and it's been a little rough. Um, So hopefully that means baby's going to be making his arrival soon um, because I'm not sure how much more of this I can take, especially with the Texas heat down here. Uh, But I just wanted to give you a little bit of that update. You know, baby is expected to come soon and we are super excited. No, we have not decided on a name yet. I really think that's going to come like once I see him in my arms. But if you follow me on Instagram, you will definitely be updated on the latest baby status and when he finally decides to make his arrival. So with that all being said, let's dive into today's episode because I'm really excited to talk about this and it's one of the things that I really love educating families on. So first things first is we really need to consider who is telling you your baby has a tongue tie and how they came to that conclusion. Did they just, you know, open baby's mouth and take a look under the tongue and say, oh yeah, baby has a tongue tie? Or did they do a full functional evaluation of the mouth to see how that tongue is moving and how reflexes are responding in the mouth? If there was no functional assessment done in the mouth and someone is telling you that your baby has a tongue tie, I would go get a second opinion Um, because it may look like baby has a tongue tie, but it may not actually be a tongue tie. So what do I mean by that? It could really just be body tension. 
that we are seeing. So even beyond a functional evaluation of the mouth, you want to have a provider that's also going to be evaluating your baby as a whole and looking at your baby's whole body to see if there really is a lot of tension in the body. This is so important because body tension can really affect that lingual frenulum that's under the tongue. And when I'm talking about lingual frenulum, I'm talking about that piece of tissue that's under the tongue that is often referred to as the tongue tie. So let's take a step back and talk about that lingual frenulum and what it's made out of and what exactly a tongue tie is. So that lingual frenulum is made of fascia, uh, which is connective tissue and mucosa and fascia's all over our body. And if we have tension, that fascia is going to be tight and then it's going to pull on fascia in another part of our body and really it's all connected. So if you have tension in one place, it's going to kind of pull on fascia all over your body, if that makes sense. So let's think about when a baby has some body tension. Um, Babies often have a side preference because they're all curled up in the womb and they can be in a funky position and oftentimes they prefer one side. So when, you know, let's let's just say they prefer looking to the left. Everything on the left is kind of pulling and kind of putting them in this C shape. And so when we have a lot of body tension, that fascia under the tongue, that lingual frenulum is also being pulled on and it can make it look like baby has a tongue tie when maybe they actually don't. And what a tongue tie is, is that lingual frenulum is too short, too thick, and it's limiting the movement of the tongue. But when we have body tension, it can pull on that fascia and make it look like it's too short or too tight and restricting movement of that tongue. When in fact, all we really need to do is release the body tension And then that fascia will also be released. And I think, like I said in my previous episode last week, this is where that myth that you can stretch a tongue tie comes from. If a baby has a true tongue tie, it's not going to stretch. There's type 1 collagen in that lingual frenulum, and that does not stretch. So if we have a true tongue tie, it's not going to stretch. If it's body tension it may look like it stretched. So I think that's really where that comes from. So I'm saying all this because it's super important to have someone do a functional assessment and see what baby can and cannot do. And from there, they can give you exercises to help baby strengthen the tongue, um, promote better movement in the mouth, and we can see if that leads to improvement. We also want to take a look at the body tension because 
if there is a true tongue tie, there's going to be body tension. And if the tongue tie may not actually be a true tongue tie, but looks like there is a tongue tie there, there's also going to be body tension. So overall, there really is going to be body tension regardless, um, because with a true tongue tie, you're going to have that short fascia that's too tight. And like I said, if fascia is tight in one spot, it's going to create tightness throughout the body. And if you have tightness throughout the body, it can make that fascia under the tongue, um, that lingual frenulum under the tongue, look tight when in fact it may not be. I know that seemed like a mouthful. I hope that made sense. But we want to take a look at body tension and give exercises for that as well. And if you know, you're working with a lactation consultant who is tongue-tie savvy, there's going to be exercises that they can give you or they can refer out to like cranial sacral therapy, myofunctional therapy, chiropractic care. Um, I mean, there's there's a whole network of people that can work with you to help relieve that body tension. So once we start to see improvement, from the oral exercises and releasing the body tension. We always want to be assessing the function of the mouth as we're going through these therapies. And not even just the mouth, but your baby as a whole. Um, We want to see how baby is responding to these therapies. Are we seeing that improvement that we want to see? Yes? Great. Let's keep going to see if we can see some more improvement. Um, Do we get to a point where we hit a wall and you know, improvement has kind of plateaued. Improvement is not getting any better. It's better than it was, but we're still seeing that tongue tie. Then I would say it's safe to say that, yeah, now is the time to go in to a release provider to get diagnosed and to get that release. And in this case, that would be your true tongue tie situation. Or is it that we're seeing this improvement and we keep seeing improvement, you know, and we're assessing the function of the mouth and we're assessing that lingual frenulum and things look fabulous now, then maybe you actually don't have to go in and get a release because it was in fact just a whole lot of body tension and not a true tongue tie. It's super important to go through these steps prior to seeking out a release because if you bring a baby in to a release provider that has a whole lot of tension, um, a few things could happen. The procedure itself can be very difficult. Oftentimes, babies have a really hard time opening their mouth. Um, Their jaw is really tight. Their lips can be really tight. And it can make the procedure near impossible. But say the procedure is still done, then you need to go home and do all of the post-op exercises. And you're going to have a really hard time getting in the mouth to do all of those things if there's a lot of body tension present. And this can lead to things like reattachment or you feel like the procedure was just a waste of time and you're seeing no improvement or maybe things have gotten worse because you're not able to get in there and do the exercises to make sure that the tongue doesn't reattach or the exercises to retrain the tongue how to move because 
it's been released, but it doesn't know how to move. So that's another reason why we want to work on things beforehand. We want to start teaching the tongue how it's supposed to move before we may need a release. Because once you do that, and then you get a release if you need to, the aftercare and the exercises after and just really everything after the procedure is going to go so much more smoothly than if you were to skip out on all the pre-work. Another thing that can happen if you bring a baby in right away to get that release done without doing all of this work beforehand is that the release may not be complete. The provider can go in there and try and do a release and sure some of that lingual frenulum may have been released but there's still part of it that is restricting movement of the tongue but the provider doing the release really couldn't get in there to release all of that tissue and so you still have a tongue tie. Now it's just in a different spot and it's affecting function in a different way, but you're still going to have issues. So, I mean, these procedures are not cheap. (laughs) We want to make sure that we're doing everything we can beforehand to make the procedure as successful as it can be if it is in fact needed. And I know you're probably, you know, if you're looking up tongue ties and seeking out someone because you just want to get this fixed, you're probably experiencing a lot of pain and discomfort and other symptoms and you're just over it. I get it. I was there once too before I knew everything that I know now and I'm so happy that I had a release provider that looked at me and was like, I I don't feel comfortable doing this today because there's a lot of work that needs to be done beforehand and it hasn't been done yet. And in order to make this successful, it really needs to be done. And this pre-work looks different for every single baby. I can't kind of give you like a an outline of what to do because I don't know what I don't know your baby um, until I'm in there and I'm hands on and I'm seeing your baby. I have no idea what your baby needs and every baby needs something a little different. And sure, we have those anterior tongue ties, which are the tongue ties that are attached like at the tip of the tongue or just behind the tip of the tongue. And You can clearly see that that baby is tied, but with that is still, body tension is still there and it still needs to be released before you go and get that tongue tie release done. And suck exercises still need to be done beforehand to start teaching the tongue and the mouth how to operate the way it should operate. Unfortunately, Fixing a tongue tie is not a very quick and easy process. It's something that does take time. And when you have a great team of providers working with you, like a lactation consultant or a speech therapist, craniosacral therapist, a chiropractor, who truly understand tongue ties 
they're going to let you know that it's not a quick and easy process and they're going to equip you with all of the information and exercises that you need to make a procedure successful if it is in fact needed in the end. It's really those posterior tongue ties, the tongue ties that are at the back of the tongue that are hard to spot that can display as a faux tie, if you will, like a fake tongue tie, essentially. And I don't necessarily love using that term, um, but it's these types of tongue ties where, you know, it's really put into question, like, is this really a tongue tie or is this just body tension? Um, And again, doing all of that pre-work is going to give you that answer. I feel like I should have started the episode saying that, but, you know, I didn't because I can just go on a rant here um, because I'm so, I just love this topic so much. So I apologize for not starting with this, Um, but Regardless, if you have more of, you know, if your baby has that anterior tongue tie, the tongue tie that's at the tip of the tongue, that is clearly like, oh, yeah, your baby has a tongue tie. That pre-work still needs to be done. If the tongue tie is posterior, that pre-work still needs to be done. It just, it needs to be done regardless. I mean, I have seen it myself with clients that, you know, there is that maybe posterior tongue tie and baby has a lot of body tension. The tongue really isn't moving how it should be, but it isn't, you know, it, it isn't horrible. Um, so we do those suck exercises. We release that body tension and there is so much improvement and everything in the mouth has just relaxed so much and it's like okay you know there has been so much improvement I'm really happy with the function if you still want to go get evaluated by a dentist that is absolutely your choice but in my professional opinion like I am really satisfied with the improvements that have been made so all in all If you think that your baby has a tongue tie, work with a lactation professional first. Get that functional assessment done um, and with a like a tongue tie savvy lactation consultant. Um, Make sure that all of those assessments are being done. Make sure that you are given exercises and referrals that are needed to help improve your baby's function and body tension, you know, don't just run right to the dentist office. Your tongue tie savvy lactation consultant will be able to give you correct guidance as to when you should seek out that diagnosis and appointment with a release provider. And if they don't, go get a second opinion. That's, you know, it's your baby. You know your baby best. And if you're not satisfied, it's okay to go get that second opinion. This is definitely a process. It's, you know, getting a tongue tie released is not a quick and easy fix, regardless of what anyone tries to convince you. So I do apologize if I have bursted your bubble 
I know that you may be struggling and you may be in pain and you feel like you just can't take it anymore. I was there. I was that mom and I just wanted to quit. But get yourself that tongue tie savvy lactation consultant to work with and I promise you it's going to make a world of difference. They are going to support you through that process and equip you with a team of people that will support you as well. So with all that being said, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I will leave you with this affirmation. I trust the process. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks again for tuning into today's episode. If you have TRICARE East, head over to tinywellnessllc.com to book your insurance-covered consultation. For all other insurances, visit the link in the show notes below or head to our website to see if your consults with a tiny wellness team will be covered. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to our email list to receive exclusive content and the latest updates. If there's a topic you would love to hear covered in our podcast, fill out the Google Forms link in our show notes so we can continue bringing you content that you love. If you haven't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram at tiny.wellness and on Facebook at tinywellnessllc. If you liked this episode or find Tiny Wellness helpful in your journey, please take a moment to leave us a Google review. Each review helps us help more families like yours. Sending you good vibes always. Bye now.